When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to the MLB Daily Podcast. I am Brandon Karam. Uh, I am not with LJ today as he has the night off, but we have quite a bit of news to cover today. This is going to be a shorter episode, probably under 20 minutes if I can get it that short, but we still have a little bit of news that I at least want to gloss over before LJ and I uh go in depth on it uh, on Sunday as I will be off uh, tonight. So first, I guess we should just start off with uh, the Giants who have recently uh, agreed to terms on a two-year contract extension with their shortstop, Brandon Crawford, $32 million deal. He will receive $16 million uh, across both 2022 and 2023. Uh, He was, he's a three-time all-star and he was scheduled to hit free agency after the year. Uh, look, I love this. I mean, he turns 35 in January, but he's been one of, is it fair to say one of the best players in their franchise's history? Like he's been there for so long. I mean, in terms of war, I don't know if he cracks the top 24 of their franchise ever. And that's what shows up on the baseball reference page, but Brandon Crawford since 2011 with the Giants. I mean, he's put up 28.6 war. That's you're getting very close to where you would call it like the hall of very good guys. I mean, 30 war for a 
career is very, very impressive. And for the Giants to extend him, you know, only makes sense. Uh, this would have been one of the guys where if he had walked and gone to another team, it just wouldn't have felt right. I mean, seeing him in a jersey that isn't the Giants, just I don't know if I would have been able to really uh, stomach that. But look, I mean, as for what he's done this year, this is probably his best hitting season ever. Uh, 904 OPS, which he hasn't cracked 800 once in his entire career. He's always been more known for uh, just about above average offense and then well above average fielding. This year, he's done both, uh, and that's why he's sitting at four and a half war right now and could potentially be an outsider in the NL MVP conversation. He'll certainly make it on my ballot, but yeah, I mean, this is good for the Giants. I mean, LJ and I had talked about how we don't know what the Giants are going to do this offseason. They're not like the Dodgers or Padres where they're set up for years of success in the future. So I guess this is a good move for them to make relatively cheap. Is, is he going to play up to $16 million a year standard for the next two years? Probably not. I mean, it's very possible, though, but it's almost like this is an extra reward for him sticking with the franchise, taking a hometown discount, and uh, hopefully can lead to more success for him as, of course, he's won. He came up in 2011, so he's won uh, two World Series, three All-Stars, three Gold Gloves. Uh, yeah, well-deserved for Brandon Crawford. The next piece of news I'd like to talk about is that, uh, well, two injuries. Uh, first, Javi Baez getting placed on the IL due to back spasms. Of course, the Mets had just traded for him at the trade deadline from the Chicago Cubs. And I mean, look, any missed time is this is just a unwelcome, bad, whatever you want to call it. This is not what you want to see for a Mets team that currently sits a half game behind the Phillies in the, in the playoff race. I believe that's the current standings right now. As of today, actually, it would probably be important to up you got, uh, update you guys on this. So as I'm recording this, which is Saturday morning, the Mets sit a half game back from both the Phillies and the Braves who have the same record it's 60 and 56. The Mets are 59 and 56. So yes, half game back from both the Phillies and the Braves. And uh, with the way that Javi Baez has been playing this year, this is a big loss for the Mets. I mean, they went out and traded for him because they needed help offensively. Since Baez has got there, he hasn't been very productive but it's only been 10 games with the Mets so yeah this is a big blow for them certainly and then the other uh, big name that went on the injured list is Mookie Betts uh, his is retroactive to August 8th so he's actually eligible to return a week from today so he could be back for next weekend series uh, but he will go on the IL due to right hip inflammation. 
uh, Dave Roberts told reporters that uh, this was kind of the expected outcome after they scratched bets from the lineup uh, the night prior. There isn't any specific timetable, uh, although it's going to be a lot clearer once he gets examined by doctors today and we'll get more news on it. it so we see how Javi Baez going on the IL hurts the Mets significantly. There's probably no team that is that is better suited to, I don't know, withstand the, the loss of an MVP MVP caliber player than the Dodgers who seemingly have an MVP at every position in the field. So I'm going to say this isn't a big loss for the Dodgers. I mean, Betts was out earlier in the year. And of course, yes, it's a big loss for the fact that Betts has the potential to be a 10 war player every year, but you look at they. I mean, they just made a trade for two more guys who could potentially come one, two in NL MVP voting. Should uh, you know certain situations arise, and you still have Justin Turner, you still have Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger starting to pick it up as of late. Let's not forget you have an MVP winning starting pitcher yet to come back, and Clayton Kershaw, and he should be back soon. Walker Bueller might win the Cy Young. I mean, this team is just so, so loaded that bets being out uh, really shouldn't affect their push to win the NL West here as they now sit five games back of the Giants. So uh, I'd say it's like a coin flip right now, honestly. I would normally say the Giants because it's five games, but I think the Dodgers are really putting something together here. They got two more against the Mets to close out this weekend three against the Pirates, and then four against the Mets in L.A. next weekend. So big, big games for both of those teams. And, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. All right, the last uh, couple of things I wanted to touch on, Jacob deGrom uh, has suffered another setback. He won't, be, he won't even resume throwing for at least two more weeks. He isn't dealing with any structural damage, said manager Luis Rojas, and that the inflammation in his arm is improving. That said, however, it is apparently not progressing quickly enough for him to begin throwing prior to late August at the earliest. Look, my, I hope that he's able to come back and at least pitch in one game prior to the end of the year or if it's a wild card game, if the Mets can somehow finagle their way into that, whatever. But, I mean, for a guy with a 1.08 ERA, was on pace to have one of the greatest pitching seasons ever, it's really a shame that he's only gotten to start 15 games because – He's had to miss starts. He's had to skip starts. And now he's actually on the IL. Uh, the Mets staff is still going to be Marcus Stroman. Uh, Carlos Carrasco's in there, of course. Let's not forget they trade for Rich Hill and Trevor Williams. And uh, Tyler Miguel is still there. So that's still a talented group, but still a lot of uncertainty uh, there in general. So... Yeah, another big blow for the Mets. And then the last thing I'd like to talk about 
Uh, the Red Sox activate Kyle Schwarber. That's big. But the actual last thing is Trevor Bowers' uh, ad administrative leave has been extended by another two weeks. This is the fifth time it has been extended. Uh, very clear that he will not be returning this year. Uh, yeah, that, I'm just going to assume that we're going to get full resolution on that case during the middle of the offseason. There's no way that that gets fully resolved uh, now. We know that sexual assault, sec, uh, that kind of case does take a while to really process and to make sure that everything is investigated very thoroughly. So I'm guessing we're not going to see any result from that until the offseason, but his leave has been extended. They'll keep extending it more than likely through the end of the season and the playoffs. But other than that, uh, I think that's just a good a little update for the day. Uh, actually, only 11 minutes. I'm surprised by that. Uh, you know, I guess we can uh, I'll run through what the wild card races look like currently for you guys. So the American League wild card. In first place is Oakland at 67 and 49. They sit two games back of the AL West division lead. Second wildcard team is the Red Sox, who are 67 and 51. So the so Oakland has a full game lead on them for the first spot. And the Red Sox uh, sit five games back of first place to Tampa, or excuse me, four and a half, I believe is the official number now. Behind the Red Sox, the third team in the wild card standings is the New York Yankees, who are two and a half games back. Toronto is a game behind the Yankees. Seattle, a game behind the Blue Jays. So Seattle is a total of four and a half back from the Red Sox. The Angels are four back from Seattle, and Cleveland is a half game back from L.A. Pretty clear to say that there's three teams that are competing for this last wild, or four teams that are competing for this last wild, spot, wild card spot. I think Oakland is pretty much locked in. They have the best record out of really any team here except for Boston. I mean, well, duh, Brandon, that's why they're in first place in the wild card, but they seem to be the strongest to me right now on paper. I think that they will end up getting one of the spots. And then for the second spot, you have Boston, New York, Toronto, and Seattle, all within four and a half games of each other. With the way Boston's been playing lately, with the trades that Toronto made, the trades the Yankees made, and, of course, we can't count out Seattle exactly yet. They're still, I mean, they've still won 62 games this year, which is very impressive for them. However, they haven't had a good run, run differential, probably gotten a little bit of lucky, but they're still in this race no matter what any of those stats say. I mean, the only stat to really look at is wins and losses. And as of right now, they have one less win than the Yankees do, so – you know, that's just how that looks. But yeah, probably uh, between Boston, Yankees, Toronto, and then maybe an outside chance for Seattle to get the last spot. As for the National League, the Dodgers have uh, first place in the wild cards uh, at a 70 and 46 record. They have a five game lead over 
uh, the second wild card spot, which is the San Diego Padres, who are 66 and 52. Behind them, you have the Cincinnati Reds, who are two and a half games back from San Diego. You have Atlanta, who is two and a half back from Cincinnati. Philadelphia, of course, as we mentioned earlier, is tied with Atlanta. And then the Mets and the Cardinals are both tied at 59 and 56, a half game back from Atlanta and Philly, five and a half back from Cincinnati, or five and a half back from San Diego, uh, three, three games back from Cincinnati for third place in this wild card here. Uh, look, realistically speaking, it should just be Dodgers Padres or Giants Padres, the two teams that come in second and third in the NL West. But the Reds are really battling right now. I mean, they've won two in a row. They've won seven of their last 10. They are coming for this third wild card spot. And so is Atlanta and Philly. They're five games back of the, that second wild card spot, I should say. But they're still realistically in this. Uh, I mean, I think the Reds have a more realistic chance than anyone else, but uh, it's going to be hard to get up to where the Padres and Dodgers are currently. They've just extended such a lead uh, on the Atlantas, the Phillies, the Mets, the Cardinals, et cetera, that I don't think any of those teams can really battle for a wild card they're gonna have to win their divisions which you know I, I don't know if they're gonna be able to and that's something we can certainly keep following every day right through the end of the season which ends October 3rd is when the regular season ends playoffs will start that Tuesday I believe so two days after the season ends but that's going to be all for today's show thank you all for listening to the MLB Daily Podcast be sure to check us out Instagram Twitter TikTok at MLB Daily Pod play the trivia game on our Twitter and we will see you tomorrow it's never been easier to communicate with people but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on here's a simpler solution with call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications.